Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. We have a new moon, and that would be on the 12th for U.S. Eastern Time, 6 in the afternoon, so 1800-something, for those of you who know the 24-hour clock. And for Europe, at least Italy time, because England has different time, for Italy time, it would be around midnight, a little bit after midnight. So we have expansion. We have returning to oneself. So we have a lot of interesting 5D lovely individuals with the whole three-old heart. After going through a very intricate year, a deep dive has brought you to the surface. And perhaps in the last year dismantled what was yet to be fully visible to you. And the last couple years are what actually had you begin the transformation. And so this is a beautiful way that you're closing out the year. Even though I know for some it's a bit bittersweet, just because of not being able to have the visibility of emotional maturity that you have now. Because obviously any person who is in the human love narrative, which is all of the IHP content, is ready to be always within the, what's the word I'm looking for? Within the handle of love. I'm going to use love as our predominant word because the human nature of all of us is love in our ventral vagal state. So we can sit here together and actually be in a Satori moment. And that would be without needing to be in any way, shape, or form aware of the word or of spirituality for that matter. But with the phases of the moon, always come change. And in this case, though, once you settle into your dharma, you're able to see the karma and create dharma out of it. So you have action, but you are not hooked on those as if they're set in stone. They're variables that come and go as you consistently expand the state of self that you are like verbs as presented by Daniel Siegel. So you have a relationship, an intimate one with yourself, and or you are awakened to it. And I would say that you're all awakened to the quote-unquote guru within. I don't want to use that word. I prefer using use your name, your three-year-old heart. Use your giggly, open-hearted, spontaneous version, and you're opening yourself up to that communication, and that's uh, discovery, and in fact, you feel sorry, slash sad, slash, you know, neutral as well for those who choose and or maintain to stick to the human suffering narrative. And so when we have people who are envious or jealous, if they're competing with you, 
doesn't matter if they are an ex-lover for those of you who are monoamorous or polyamorous. Obviously, a polyamorous person, if you're securely attached, you're a lot more open to maintaining your expanding oversoul. We love many. We have some episodes coming up. So we're not having a competition with our bonds. They're all special. They all have a very unique smell, a very unique imprint. There's not comparing. That's what securely attached, healthy self-worth means. You're not secure in fear. So any person here, that's who I channel for. That's who I talk to and that's how I talk to you. It's in a way of knowing you love yourself first and you love all people as they are. And you're soft and giggly and you don't strategically plan anything in your head. You don't care if people are out to be in their jealousy, human suffering. So you feel bad if somebody is, but you really don't actually pick up on that energy that way because when you're in the pureness of Purusha Prakriti, you are a three-year-old with the ability to sense if a three-year-old in front of you is in a state of ease or in a state of distress. If they're in a state of distress, your instinct will be to pat them on the back, if you will, to hug them. But since we're not children, we're grown-ups. You're going to use your mouth to speak. Hey, it's all good? Yes? Cool. And sometimes, and because you have past experiences, you know that you're not going to ask. Because even if you ask, they are a pattern of an adaptive child. So that three-year-old is nowhere to be found. What you find is a teenager who is being basically a uh, facade with maladaptive responses because teenagers, if they don't choose to commit to the love that they are, they have trust breaks and heartbreaks and they have drama and they live human suffering narratives. And so with this new moon comes you being able to be loving and compassionate, your pure Purusha Prakriti, for those of you who are here, knowing that gossip is not something petty, but that people who gossip, depending how they engage in it, they might not actually be fulfilled. And so again, they find solace through that. We don't need to go thinking of them as any evil beings. They're not. They're bro broken-hearted three-year-olds who have a teenager. And then they have silverbacks who sell them scripts and they fall for it. And then they sometimes will ignore that they fell for something that didn't bring them to richness. And other times they'll complain about it. And then they will voice their entire concern and, and make statements about that same thing. And now it's all crap. So they have karma. See, those are, those are karmic wheels that go round and round. It's the three-year-old with the teenager who's not choosing to navigate the ventral vagal nervous system to become the grown-up version of themselves. And so they don't have integration of the brain. They don't have restorative embodied self. So again, they don't know the secure attachment functional adult relationships, the 5D, mono, and or poly, amory. You laying a solid foundation for yourself involved the past years and the ability to see clearly what you want to be loyal to because of knowing what you love. And now that you know that you love 
being at home within your own self and that you can grow those relationships, all of them. Because again, there's the ability to navigate a very diverse walk of life when you're a grown-up and that grown-up who wants to use their existence to live in 24 hours, a nice day, and then to make a difference in the world. If you're an online entrepreneur, maybe you work with other people. If you're a business earner, worker, you work with people on the ground. It all depends. But every day is clear, and every day you're actually clearing more space to have a fun time with the people who accept you for who you are, and that you get to be at peace with because they're your safe haven, secure base. So these are individuals. They don't have to be romantic. They can be. For some of you, there's some romance. There's some thoughts in the air, but they're only for now in the air. <laughs> Grounding them requires you to take action. And action is definitely something that speaks louder than words when you are a dreamer and a doer that's the best combo because you get to have that masculine feminine of you and to speak from the authenticity of your heart with an open heart because you're going to get to be felt and you understand what that means so one of the biggest gifts for my 5d mystics in the enlightenment soul age group is you understand that your oversoul is your ability to become the version of human nature that you are and that I am. It's thanks to the playground that you get to get your wholehearted, open three-year-old to be a mature adult with your ventral vagal nervous system. I have a little bit of cold going on, so I'm going to sniff. But yeah, your deep dive is one that involves fun because you don't do the oh my gosh some people they only have fun uh yeah they're pretending they're all toxic positivity how do they have fun without no money they don't have money they're not famous they're not this it's all bullshit they're lying they're lying i know they are you know what why are they so happy they should be miserable how they do? there's actually people that have this stuff going on it feels very very awful i'm sad for them but if you talk to them, they actually think all people are out to get them, that people are evil, envious, that people don't know how to have compassion, which, you know, granted, not everybody does know how to have compassion, but that's because they're heartbroken inside. So why are you, you know, criticizing a person who can't have compassion versus picking them up and trying to help them? That's my question. So when we know that our oversoul is part of us, and us part of them. That's why we know we're being given the opportunity. While somebody speaks to you, the narrative of human suffering, envy, jealousy, spite, stereotypes, stigmas, and everything that means I don't show up for people because no one showed up for me. So before I'm going to ever show up for anyone, they have to jump in all these loopholes. Once they've proven their self to me, then I'm going to maybe trust them. But no, actually, I'm going to have an infinity of loopholes that they have to jump. So some people, they jump through conditions their entire life and others don't. And that's because that's not love. Love is you do you, I do me, and we 
have fun in company and whether I am of the same mindset that you are when it comes to romance or anything involving sexual partners or anything involving a household dynamic with children, not children. So as long as we are supporting physical safety and we actually do care about creating a way of participating to society with flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable brains. That means adults who can talk and go vote and be civil for real because of our humanity. Okay, so the human love narrative is straightforward. When we hear of horror stories, the human suffering narrative says humans are evil, humans suck, the human species is going down the drain. All the young generation is horrible. They're all horrible. They're all horrible. Oh, what has it become? They're so mean. They're so mean. Okay, so I heard of a sad story, which I'm not going to share, but my reaction in my brain, not out loud, because out loud everybody was basically just using what I just said. Humans are evil. Humans suck. What's gross? They're sick. People are sick. People are sick-minded. Okay, and granted, that's a reactive response. My brain was thinking... Okay, that's really sad. I'm so sad for the situation. I wonder which one or who or how many and what trauma they have and what's up with their brain structure and how is their home environment. And do we understand if they need good therapist right now? Are they going to be a danger for society or not? So that's what was going on in my brain. While other people just sad in the human suffering narrative, I'm thinking human love narrative, and nobody's actually thinking besides, of course, let's make sure we call the police to try and get a something going, but besides that, what are we going to do about the mental health situation? Because obviously for this situation to happen, we have a person who is not well, and that's in a very not good way in an effort to help that not repeat itself and help a human being to not actually create further suffering within their own body and within the plane of existence in whatever neighborhood they go live, why are we not also talking about we need to get them good mental health? Because they need it. And how about we enforce it? So I'm not in favor of certain types of regulation, but if there's good therapists, and I'm in favor of forcing people to go on a personal development journey, because it's apparently people just choose the human suffering narrative and to bitch about each other, but not to actually allow themselves to know of going to good therapy. So I don't care how old you are, go to good therapy. And here's where the silverbacks, they don't like that idea because this is where, as Patrick Tiahan points out, when he gets DM'd by parents who blame him for their children not talking to them. It's your fault my daughter is not talking to me. Well, maybe if you are not a manipulative, very troubled, unresolved trauma human being who's not regulating your nervous system and you're raising a kid that is dysregulated, dysfunctional, and has a lot of stuff going on that equals low self-esteem and triggers maybe just maybe if you got help too then maybe you wouldn't have to be in a space that your daughter is choosing not to speak to you because you're dysfunctional dysregulated and actually not very loving in the moment of your biological rudeness nervous system 
person for them to be around and they're trying to become a whole person and be a parent to themselves first of all and then become their adult version so maybe just maybe instead of dming a therapist and getting reactive and telling them something like that you could actually say hey i want to come to therapy so i can get better because yeah i want to have a relationship with my daughter son whoever and and humanity as a whole Maybe, just maybe, if society stopped writing, we're going soft, and oh, what's happening to the young generation? They're all sick. Maybe if the human suffering narrative, just, you know, for a little bit, those ancient silverbacks, or people that are marketers and whatnot, not me. I don't do that for my stuff. I mean, here's the part of where if I have to appear to um, appease certain things, but luckily for me, I choose my clients well, so I don't work with people who want to play tricks and pick on pain points my clients are smart and they're also human love narratives so they try to help the world for real and they understand what it means to be authentic and genuine and find the balance between okay let's see how can we create a call to action that allows people to know that we support what they need and we're providing a service that brings a benefit to them we don't have to hone in on the pain point we want to hone in on the benefit and make them not have to feel like they're going to die, but actually have them understand the benefit, the realistic benefit, so we also know that we're going to maintain transparency, authenticity, and they're not going to be disappointed because they will be getting what they will have read versus, you know, making up some shit and then having them complain. It's not because, you know, we can't handle complaints. Of course we can, but why would we do that? That means that we don't care about what we're doing and offering. So some people, they want to be shiny because they just want the numbers. Some people care about what they're going to have as the outcome, and they know that they can actually create content because they're creative. They're, they're smart like that. Stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable. So they can draw outside the box and make it look pretty is what I'm saying. The box is for the ancient silverbacks, the people who have the trust breaks and heartbreaks, and they're not navigating above the neuro part of neutrality excuse me so on that note you're navigating peace your crown chakra is open your third eye is open you're in love with life yourself others you understand that human suffering narrative is not fun but that the universe and just life keeps on actually allowing us to have the evolved people come together and with their brains and with their ability to choose to see beyond the biological rudeness and figure out what is needed to, you know, get the bigger picture stuff into the mix. And so on that note, uh, while others stay within their suffering nervous system, which is a survival mode, we don't. And our bodies rest and rejuvenate and they replenish because the actual cellular makeup is working in a place of, um, it's just your biology. So it's not genes necessarily that help you to become more healthy is it more healthy or is it just in homeostasis so your optimized version it is accessible to a lot of people they just don't believe in the updated neurobiology of attachment trauma researchers the brain people you know and their colleagues it's not really their fault the colleagues make fun of them they have debates in academia disprove it no they don't disprove they just make catchy sentences and then they go about saying spirituality new age is bullshit versus some people fall for bullshit sentences 
And it's not the new spirituality age stuff. It's actually people who don't know about their nervous system and how to grow up and how to stop navigating their sympathetic and dorsal vagal. Go figure. They could learn about hypervigilance. They could get out of unresolved trauma. But hey, they don't believe in the educators. No, no. They want to get rid of the system. They actually want to go back to the dark age. Well, back. Maybe not back because we can't really go back. But they want to live with the ancient silverback. So, okay. Let's leave the 4D mystics and their crew and all of those who are in limited consciousness all over there. <laughs> They're going to be fine. They have their narratives. Their human suffering narrative keeps them in their actual low energy. It's not pleasant to see modulated embodied individuals because that means that their sympathetic is active and, you know, they're using a lot of energy, but they are the ones who can learn to work with that if they want. In the meantime, for us, we do want and we do do. So allow yourself to rest within the awareness that it is a choice what story you tell your brain, the left mode of your brain. It is only 20% the chit-chatter, but most people navigate just with the chit-chatter and they don't bother to try and get the 80%, the body stuff that comes up to be in the three-year-old love button. Those of you who instead are here, you're able to be at ease, be loyal to what you love, which is be loyal to the innocent self that you are, to know that we only live this lifetime as our names. In the next ones, you don't have this name. If you're around, you'll have other names. And some of you have Claire, so you know your next lifetimes. Some of you don't. I know about mine. I only need to know about the one because the reality is I actually know that I will always be in that one in the future. And uh, part of why I know that is because spirituality and sciences, they are coming together because sciences proves why the spirituality stuff works. And here's where we move beyond concepts such as the one, because there's not the one. There are potentials. And with our twin flames, some of us, they had plenty of choices of choosing love and choosing enlightenment and choosing to be with that which makes them happy. And they have been doing that. The stages are not stages. People consistently live up to what they believe is for them. So when people choose partners, and in this case, for those of you who have chosen a partner that vibes in enlightenment, then you are in enlightenment. If you've chosen a partner that vibes in the societal soul age group, then you're in that one. And if they vibe at the relationship, and here's where the idea of the one it is, if it's a Cinderella or Snow White or, you know, one of those Hallmark romantic, that's cute. And that is very beautiful. And on the other hand, some of us know that love is actually in our body. And the one is not the one <laughs> uh, because we're our one. As for living life with people, if they are partners, then that means they're mentally, emotionally, and physically, actively, every day, not just some days. Time speaks truths. People who want to be partners in life, they are partners for real. 
actively because that's what it means to be in a state of love. And on that lovely new moon that is today, the clarity is actions speak louder than words ever will, but words, of course, match actions when a person is in alignment with their love body, value body, energy, mental, and physical. So this is the enlightenment vibration. Some of you are, again, polyamory and amorous, and some of you are monoamorous, but independently from if you have the one or a one or ones, <laughs> you're a person who's found your way to yourself thanks to a number of different subject matters and knowing there's no plane of devil or evil on this human being existing reality. It's an imagination mind's eye plane and it involves people's brains. So let's support the people who want to heal their unresolved trauma because it's the ones with the big trust breaks that actually unfortunately are haunted at times by these types of entities and uh, it's because of I can't explain it mathematically but it's physics and it's physics plus the way that the brain protects a person so there's I talked about that in our evil doesn't exist but there's memory barriers and there's also consciousness barriers and that's why with a good therapist, a person can work through their actual emotional rawness. But if you're just throwing water on them, yes, that can. I'm not saying it doesn't make a difference because miracles are varied and your mind works a lot. But when it's not actually supporting, I'm just saying what we want is a good therapist with machinery like Patrick McNamara who can help you understand how to work with that and help a person to get out of what is not necessary for them to go through because they're you know able to be supported by better tools today why not use the tools available so those who are in 5d as a collective know that sciences and spirituality are not competing as our heart and body and mind, they don't compete either. So our left mode and our right mode does not compete. They work together. The person, which is you, who works them is the one who gets to put them on the same page. So you get to have your masculine and feminine. And for your relationships, you have the one or a one or ones. <laughs> and that's very beautiful to be able to have expansion and heart and to deeply dive into the emotional plane of yourself and that of vulnerability and heart-to-heart -heart conversations with others. When you have relationships with people who are functional adults, and in this case, romantic partnerships is what I'm talking about, it is a very beautiful blend of energies, mental, emotional, and physical, not only mastery, but because of being completely in a space of seeing and um, perceiving each other's felt sense of self. So the ability to just know, you know, when you just look in the eyes of someone and that's all you need to do because they get it, you get it, and that's it. So some of you have that. And if it's not here yet, it's coming. The new moon, again, taking what that that which doesn't serve you 
bringing you that which you actually can see is for you. So the enlightenment vibration, it's a beautiful one. Welcome aboard. And for, again, those who are in these types of relationships, it's really awesome to have that type of consistent love and that consistent energy around you. And it's all beautiful to see how we're going to move forward. We'll get to talk more about that. Meantime, have a wonderful day. Allow yourselves to bring in more love to each other and to walk the path of the quote-unquote fearlessly loving. The three-year-olds are always giggly. They are innocent, giggly, and it's a very playful world. So we don't do logic. In fact, we're dreamers first. The doing comes based on the dreams, but really our REM our, our REM allows us to bring dis disparate ideas, but our left mode of the brain allows us to say, okay, wait a minute, that's not going to work with the system. Yes, this is going to work. And then with people and partners, we get to say, hey, guess what? I want you to hear this thing. You want to come on over and, and help me think about it. And that's why it's ideal to have, for those of you who are in the Enlightenment, so a troop, you know, the ways of the masculine, the feminine, we have both, but still, when we have those who are my case, in my case, I have masculines, and so the masculines think in a way that I can't, so that's just something, they see things that I can't see, I see things they can see, and we come together and create a wholeness, obviously, you can do without as well, but still, that's what makes the partnerships so beautiful it's not a power couple in the way of objectifying and in fact that's why we don't use these terms people who work together or people who dream together and work together or just people who support each other they don't have to do the same job it's a beauty to see people who allow themselves to be there and excitedly with compersion for the success of others, they have this, hey, here's what I am doing. And, and the person, because they're just present, attuning, resonating, and they're trusting, and they're curious, open, aware, and loving, so they're just hearing you, then they immediately just share with you what comes to their mind, but it's based on what you shared. Because differentiation and linkage, that creates the A plus B equals AB, or the M plus the W, the MUI. Okay, so it's beautiful that you have the potential of this. If you don't have potentials of any types of romantic partnerships or whatnot, that's where your creativity and what you're bringing forth into this world is what's expanding, just to make clear, because I know some of you, it's partner-related. Some of you, it's work-related. And that's because love is always within us. So partners, romantic or not, are added like our oversoul we get to share more life with each other and family friends are those lovers which i know again some of you are really more into i want to find a one or the one which is why we get to keep talking about that for my polyamory community i know that you are beyond the concept completely because of being securely attached and having bonds that are special to you more than just one that goes beyond what labels are 
And with the new moon, again, comes a level of clarity so that you can move forth with peace from within and speak with love. Heart-to-heart conversations are the best. And when you're building business on heart-to-heart as well, that's even more amazing. So have a wonderful new moon. We'll be back with more. Have a great day.